Welcome, travelers. We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Moth. Welcome back to Masters of Modern. I am your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben Bateman. That seemed clever, but it was really obnoxious, and anyone listening is going to be like, is the audio hey, doing okay? Have you, have you ever, uh, you know Doppler effect? Do you know what that is? A Doppler effect? Yeah. Did you take, like, astronomy or physics? No. Okay, so the Doppler effect is when you're at a race car track, when you hear a race car go like, Ew. Oh, got that it. Sound, it's it's uh, sound and light when it's on a moving object got will uh, bend in a different direction, okay. so... Sound is the one that people know the most, but in light, it's you, you can tell how fast, if something is moving closer or farther away to you, based on if it's red or blue gotcha. tinted. If it's blue, it's moving closer because the light is coming at you faster, and if it's moving away from you, it's it, that's like a very loose way because light can't go faster or slower because it's the speed of light. Got it. That's how that works, but it'll change colors depending on, on how much effort it needs to get to. This is Doppler. Doppler. Well, do, like in sound, it's like the race car track. It's yeah, like, yeah. All right. Let's talk about our episode. Yeah, you're just having a really good time over there. Tutors. We're talking about tutors today. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of like the Doppler effect. They they, they they are used to bring things to you. Right. Tutors. Of your of your chosen variety. Yeah, and this is Masters of Modern, where we talk about modern cards. Yeah. Magic. Or, yeah. or movies. Yeah. Like last week. And uh, I'm Ben Bateman. I'm Alex Kessler, your hosts. We... Yeah. Uh, we uh, are really appreciative of you guys listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're going to do shout-outs real quick. Uh, yep. Go to Twitter and search The MM Cast. That's the podcast. I'm at Kess Wiley. I'm at Ben Bateman Media. If you haven't noticed, I'm real jet-lagged, which is why this is a weird episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I keep going to bed at like 10 and then waking up at 3 in the morning and then falling asleep again at 5 in the morning. Yeah, you have been. You were in China for three weeks. This is a long did, one. Did you say China? Yeah, that's what I said. It's, it, it's a hard C. <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's a hard ch. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> this is a weird episode. <laughs> so we're back talking magic. And this is the type of episode that Ben's gonna like look at me and be like, "We should record all of this." I'd be like, "No, we're keeping it." <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Um, pretty much, guys. The conversation started on my other station thing that I have on Anchor, uh, where I talk about magic for ten minutes every day. It's called Ten Minutes of Magic. It's pretty sweet. Download the app, Anchor.fm. But anyway, the conversation on there started, which was, uh, "What's the Wait, best?" How tutor? long do you talk on that episode show? Ten minutes of magic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was actually, it's all, this all started with a whole conversation about a, a brew that I'm working on that I'm not going to go into right now. But um, the point is, I was trying to figure out what the best tutors in modern are. Like, how can you get the most value? And so I was running across things. I've always talked about the wizard tutor Vidalk and Ethermage that I love. I was like, all right, well, time of need is interesting if I'm trying to get Lanessa. And Traverse the Elvenwald is one that came to mind because it's heavily played in a tier one deck right now. And however, that deck is built to make that card good. So I started thinking, how hard is it to make Traverse good? Which then led me to the conversation of, what's the best tutor in modern? And not just creature tutor, but what's the best tutor in modern? How do you even define that subject? Is there even a correct answer to that subject? So I think I think the best way to do this, and this is the format of the episode, and you agreed to half of this, but I'm adding a little bit of a rider at the end. Okay. <laughs> is we're going to go through kind of different subjects of types of tutors. So like... Enter the battlefield tutors, toolbox tutors, creature tutors, land tutors, and then at the very end, engine tutors. Uh, those are some of the categories. And then at the very end, we're going to decide if we can each come up with what we think is the best tutor in modern. The actual, but you want me now to decide 
at the very end, after we have our discussion. Just announce that I have to make my decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know what mine is yet either. We're going to discuss. And okay, then cool. I, I think, and, and in our discussion, we're going to disqualify some options for the best tutor. Gotcha. Um, so you're not going to have to pick some of these, because like, an example eventually is going to be Primeval Titan is maybe the best tutor. Sure. But I think in in that conversation, I don't agree with it being in consideration for that. Right. Because um, it does other things, I think. Pure tutor for the purpose of tutoring. All right, so let's start with... Uh, do you want to start or do you want to... Well, we should just do it with the rest of our quick shout-outs, which is yeah. that uh, we are in Collected.Company with Jimmy and Josh. They do a show called The Command Zone. You can also find Command them on YouTube. Zone. They do Commander content. It's super sweet. Yep. Um, we have a Patreon where uh, you guys can find us, and that is uh, m- uh, patreon.com slash the MMcast. It helps it's us stay do stuff. Yep. in business. And, and and right now, one of our, t- our two main goals, so you know what we're going to be using the Patreon money for, is first is we're going to... Uh, go to GP Vegas. Uh, so much fun. It's going to help us get there and help us kind of meet people that are there and everyone wants to hang out and maybe do a meetup. Uh, and then the other important thing is that because of both of our travel schedules, because of my specific travel schedule, I travel a lot and we need to upgrade to a system that allows us to record conveniently from other parts of the world. Like last week, oh, I was in Hong Kong, Ben was here and I would bet that you guys didn't love the sound quality of that episode and there were some technical difficulties at the end. And yep. so... Uh, we were looking to eventually invest in a system that allows us to record episodes no matter where we are in the world. Um, it would be smart for us to do. So, so we appreciate your guys' help uh, making it happen. We can't do this without the Patreon. It really is the reason that we keep going on. And you also get a cool, if you join the Patreon, you get to donate. Uh, you get to submit deck techs. Um, so we do a deck tech for every block or every set that comes out. So we're either, I think it was last week or next week, depending on if I release this episode first. Uh, <laughs> we did a brew episode and it'll have all the sweet brews that Patreon donators submitted. Yep. Uh, and you also get a Lifelinker code, which is to the Lifelinker app, which is released by the Command Zone. Uh, and you get a sweet Masters of Modern background. Um, it's really I think cool. we're one of the rarer ones because our Patreon isn't as robust as some of the other oh, content really? creators. So okay. yeah, you you can be more exclusive than other people Sweet. by being a Patreon donor. Cool. So thanks, you guys, for the support. Uh, and now on to the episode. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Just search at the MMCast on every social media. We're, yep. we're everywhere. There's pictures of us. You can see what we look like. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a brunette, and Ben's a blonde. He's more of a Betty. I'm more of a Veronica. Because oh, uh, you're <laughs> loving Riverdale right now. Yeah, see, look, references to movies and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, by the way, just I'm not even going to talk about it. We're just literally going to reference this. Uh, Riverdale is great. You should all watch it. It's great. I've been calling this for like three months. King Arthur: Legend of the Sword was going to flop. Oh yeah, flopped horribly. Million dollars. Yeah, that is like wow. Like they had planned six of these. Do you know that? Yeah, I know. How crazy is that? It's it's cursed. When was the last King Arthur movie that was good? Never. I talked about Sword of the Stone. I talked about this. It's probably Sword of the Stone. Yeah, not two thousand four King Arthur. Because it's directed by Antoine Fuqua, the worst. Anyway, let's keep going. No, no, no. It's all, yeah, like, I think it's the only good one is Sword of the Stone from like 1960. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. On to tutors. Sweet. So, did we explain what a tutor, what the term, because tutor is a, a, uh, Magic slingy term. Have we explained what that is for all the new the new kids on the block? Yeah, it's just a card. It's a, a tutor is an effect or card that allows you to search your library and customize the card you're getting. So, uh, it's you're learning. Yes, it's teaching you a new spell. Yeah, you're able to like a school tutor. Yeah, you look through your deck and you put a card into your hand. It's based named on after the, the original five tutors. Really? Yeah, the original. That's five? where the slang comes from. Worldly Tutor, no, 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 Inland Tutor. Demonic Tutor is before all those. Oh, Demonic Tutor is the first one? Yeah. Okay, so Demonic Tutor is Demonic Tutor is the OG tutor. That's okay. that's like pretty much when I was having this conversation on my station, it was all about modern. And the reason is because 
demonic tutor is just an unfairly good tutor. It's just black and one. Search your library for a card. So yeah. like that's the best tutor ever. Like yeah. clearly, unless unless you think that mana efficiency is more important, in which case you could make an argument that one of the others is better because you can end of turn it. And like in those old formats, one mana is so important. Uh, I think that I mean demonic tutor is banned in legacy, so yep. and limited in vintage. So obviously it's and some of these other tutors aren't, but. I think that has more to do with the versatility. Like, Vampiric Tutor is also banned, correct? Am I wrong on that one? I think one? you're right. Um, that, we don't know anything about Legacy. <laughs> yep. Other than Top's banned, woo! Uh, the, but Enlightened Tutor probably, I mean, did see a ton of play. Like, it was a card that Miracles definitely messed around with. Um, Worldly Tutor really hasn't seen that much play. Uh, blue Tutor is banned, so the Blue Tutor is insanely Mystical. good. Mystical Tutor is bonkers. And so is Personal Tutor, right? The personal Tutor? Well, the wait, Goblin Tutor, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the no, card the, that doesn't exist. The the, the 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 portal sorcery version of of um, Mystical Tutor. Is, oh, 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 I think it's called Personal Tutor because the black blue, one is called a Portal Tutor. Yes, because because I was just mixing Imperial Seal is the black one. Imperial yeah, Seal yeah. is the black sorcery speed of Imperial Tutor, whereas Personal Tutor is the blue sorcery speed version. Oh, okay, so those are all like if we're talking. I don't about, think Personal Tutor is banned. I believe it is. Maybe it's not, but I thought... I, I remember when Enlightened Tutor was banned, and it, uh, Personal Tutor wasn't added on that list as well. Oh, not being instant speed is a big deal. Right, yep. But beyond that, none of those tutors are legal and modern. <laughs> <laughs> They're all better than what we're talking about. Uh, if you could unban one of those, one of that era of tutors, what would you ban? I know, unban. I know which one I would unban from a fun, probably okay and modern perspective. Of all of the ones we just mentioned? Not, not, we didn't mention the one I would pick. Uh, but that like that cycle of tutors, or what we consider part of that cycle of tutors. I don't know, actually. I mean, worldly probably is too good. Yeah, and that's the worst one. Probably gamble. Would yeah, gamble is my pick too. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it, because it yeah, gamble would need a reprint, not an unban. It's not, it was it wasn't in modern. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I I think gamble Printed would be into modern. Yeah, fun enough. It like because it's like tenuous, and you just can totally bone yourself. Like yeah, it's just like I think the cost is high enough. Yeah. But I think people would find a way to abuse it. It'd be really, really yeah, helpful. Yeah, yeah. I would like <laughs> find Grizzlebrands, and then I either get them in my graveyard or win. Yep. He, he actually, yeah, I'd be way too good in Gora's Vengeance Sex. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that deck needs to be banned anyways. <laughs> let's um, force it to happen with a gamble. All right, tutors. Let's actually talk about what we're talking this episode. So I think so the, the first... first uh, well, this is the first place to start. So before we actually get into the types, we should talk about the fact that there are two prominent tutors in modern that have been banned since the format's inception. They did not start out on the banned list that were banned after the format was... And they're both... Yeah. Effectively green. One is a kind of colorless tutor, but like they're both played in heavy green decks. And that is Birthing Pod and Green Sun Zenith. So Birthing Pod is clearly too good. That is, there's yeah. no question that Birthing Pod is better than every tutor on this list. Birthing Pod is, there's no question that should have been banned, and that is too yeah. powerful. Green Sun Zenith is close. I, like, I was asking this question last night, and I wonder by I could see standards, it being unbanned. The problem with Green Sun Zenith is, to me, is the writer of the green half is you have to have a green creature. So it, it, it is extremely strong in a specific way, but then limits decks. And I also think the problem with Green Sun Zenith is uh, Arbor Elf. Dryad Arbor. Dryad Arbor, yeah, sorry. Yeah. The, fact that, the fact that for one green on turn one, it's you can accelerate to two lands, and then the card reshuffles is like... It's, not even, it's, 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 the, it's the Death Rite Shaman problem. Yeah. It's this card is too good early, too card light, too good light. It, it's 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 and it's way too good at one point. Yeah. And but making it so it's great on turn one, so it doesn't glut up your hand, or and it's great on turn nine is a a good sign. A card is a really powerful and good. Yep. Uh, but B is probably something that 
is closer to being banned if it becomes too oppressive. Yeah, I think it's too good. So um, I, I don't know. Plus, Dryad Arbor has the cheating factor to it that's really annoying. Yes. I don't know if. I'm going to say Dryad Arbor, and I meant Arbor. No, no, Dryad Arbor. No, Dryad Arbor. Right. Oh, cool. I got it right. So Yay. Jet-lined. Um, I think that Green Sun Zenith is really good. I was trying to figure out in my mind last night does Green Sun Zenith become the best tutor in the format outright if it gets unbanned? Or is it is it in a conversation with these other ones we're talking about? But the fact that the redundancy of effect is what makes it too good. To no, it becomes the best tutor in the format. Okay. Through and through. Uh, actually, I don't know if I agree with that statement anymore. It doesn't find Viscerous here. It doesn't find can't Arbor. Get de- it can't doesn't get find Shadow. Archangel of Thune. Well, that's not that relevant. I mean, like, it's a problem with tutor decks is that they can win through. I mean, that's pretty relevant. Combos. That deck, the fact that that deck is able to function off of a one mana tutor to get its one mana threat and its two mana sure, threat totally. and play them consistently totally. is definitely no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, the fact that traversal open wall adds as, as the three extra things, but I think that tutors are more dangerous in combo decks in general. Yes, and and the fact that it doesn't find very key pieces to the premier green tutor deck right now. Yep. Uh, mind you, I think elves just becomes insane right and else wasn't like, a thing I, and i the, the the new combo yeah i think there's like yeah i think green sun's right on the edge of being too powerful yeah i think it's right there uh i think birthing pod definitely was too powerful like so as a person who literally had birthing pod built and then had splinter twin built and had jun built before like like every deck you're just like oh knocking them down for me but i'm banned blood Bredo. but <laughs> so yeah so the, i think those are the two banned ones um are there any tutors? I mean, tu- there are a, a few other tutors that are banned just outright that were banned for the beginning of the format. Stoneforge Mystic. Yep, Stoneforge um, Mystic. Is the easy one. Is that the only one? That was banned from the beginning? Um, maybe, yeah. I, I can't think of another tutor in modern that we wish we could play that we're not able to play. Like, I'm banned Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah, I mean, there's all the stuff that's banned. That, you know, yeah, like how is, how is Stoneforge Mystic a problem against Death Shadow? Let's be honest. Yeah. They just yeah, strip it out of your... I mean, you played on turn two. Sweet. All thoughts ease you. Go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, not even that. Like, Death Shadow is a one-mana 6-6. Six, six. Yeah. Stoneforge Mystic, for five, for four mana, maybe gets you a five-mana five, f- five mana four, 4 Yeah. Come on, Agreed. guys. Unban it. Uh, and it would make Death Shadow worse because the life... Yeah, and they couldn't play together, so it's not like you're making Death Shadow just better, like a right. version, because you don't want life lane. Oh, man. Come on. What are we doing here? You're so excited. Um, all right. So we're going to start on... The, you are just checking right now. What I'm, else is I'm, check, I'm checking the ban list. I'm yeah. pretty positive there's nothing else that was... So, okay. Out. So here, let's let's start with tutors. I want to start with... Because uh, you're the most excited about this. Well, let's start with the boring one. Land tutors. Okay. So the clear the clear best land tutor, no question. Bar none. Fetchlands. It's, I mean, they're the, they're the best modern card in the sense that they're ubiquitous in every deck in modern. So they're not even really fair to refer to as like tutors because like they're so specific in what they get even even if we were to take away shocklands like if every single if we took shocklands out of the format like if they were all banned like i don't even think that fetch lands would be a thing right yeah there's we, no other tu- there's no other tutors yeah. banned. people uh, wouldn't people if they banned shocklands people wouldn't play fetch lands just to get the cycle and the yeah they would lands, no, right? they definitely would so that would just be the way decks are it would just be a lot of coming to tapped lands but the mana base it would definitely be... slow the format down uh but they would just get those yeah i and mean like look at standard one jace right and the fetch lands and the the sure so you're saying what you're like, saying is that they would still be played but it would just mana bases wouldn't lean on them quite as heavily if anything the format becomes more four colory right because you no longer have like yeah, no, I don't. I think that's still. 
would be that would they would they would play both, especially with the cycle lands now, because like you have a choice of both, and the cycle lands right, right, kind of right. do similar things. I think you'd see less. I think you'd see way more basics being played because you need the basics for the battle for Zen, the battle lands, sure, tango lands, if you will. So, uh, but the right. bicycle lands definitely um, are help that con- like I'm already I already put bicycle lands in Jund, so like, yeah, that the card's sweet. So that's fetch lands. That there, that's the best land tutor. Um, I don't think there's any other land tutor coming from a land that is super relevant in modern. Like it's Terramorphic Expanse. Terramorphic Expanse is a format staple. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. Uh, so here's a question. Yeah. Because this is this is this is not necessarily a land tutor, but it kind of is, uh, and it is a land that tutors Tolaria West. Yes. That Tolaria would be West the other powerful. other land based. Land tutor. Now let's be totally fair. Teleria West is a hundred percent a pet card of both you and myself. Which, yes. Which is like. Oh no, but it, I mean, like it. It was a very dominant amulet. Only, amulet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just because it, one deck that was tier one enough to be banned is enough for me to include a card. As yeah. Most because powerful. it was a land centric yeah. thing. I mean, Teleria West the deck doesn't work very much without it. And the fact, but but also Teleria West gets lands, but Teleria West also gets zero mana cards, which is yes. one of one of which yes. is one of its. The reason it was strongest because it would get uh, summoners pack, which would then get. Primeval yes. Titans, and then win you the game. Yeah, yeah, in that deck. I, but I've definitely searched for a lot of Academy Ruins yep. with Teleria West before. Slaughter I like, was goldfishing. I have an Esper list right now that's playing Teleria West that we might talk about one time, and I was using it to just fix my mana. Cause uh, yeah, Slaughter Pact, Pact of Negation, um, you can Lotus Bloom. You can, like, well, now you can get you get all the artifacts. So you get uh, everything from Tormod's, um, Crypt. Tormod's Crypt to Walking Ballista to Hangerback yeah. Walker to the... What's the... Um, Chalice of the Void. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of really good zero mana or XX mana artifacts yeah. that, like, this finds very well. Um, Walking Bliss is a big game. Uh, <laughs> yep. But uh, more on the land side, things that find land. So, those are lands that tutor, theoretically, right. but we meant more things that tutor for lands. And that's, like, the lowest common denominator, by the way. Like, it, obviously, the magic, the scale in terms of value with magic is always that the higher the cost, the more powerful the spell. When you're talking about lands that can search out lands, obviously they have to be very balanced because they're free. Right. They're, you just don't. They well, don't and cost fetch them. lands aren't balanced, but they're ubiquitous. Yeah. Uh, and Tolaria West is obviously balanced. It's only seen play in two decks. Right. Ever like real decks. <laughs> so going through the cards that search for lands. So you have the whole. You have the swath of like the rampant growth type effects, which get have gotten played yeah. in ramp decks for years. And Farseek is probably the best of those in the format because yep. it can find shock lands. Sacred uh, Tribe Elder. Sacred second best. Search Third best is search for the tomorrow. Actually, I'd say Sacred Tribe Elder is first of these. Then search. Then. Yeah. I've 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 heard of people playing into the north before because you can get the red green you can get any of the snowlands. So oh okay yeah right? yeah. So like it just it, you, if you if you want to do that style of deck building you can. Um, but long story short, that's a thing. They're just very specific in one style of deck. Yeah, the the exciting ones in this category for me are the ones that find any land. So expedition map is probably the premier one. That's which the, is yeah the yeah. yeah. Um, there's also um oh, what's it called? The one that was reprinted in Battle for Zendikar. The green one. Oh, oh Sylvan Scrying. Sylvan Scrying. Which so doesn't see as much play anymore. Well, it's, it's, they're both four ups in Tron. Green, red, green Tron. Really? I yeah. thought they stopped playing Sylvan Scrying for some reason. Um, no, you really want to find those Tron lands. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's good. And then, and then on top of that, you've got a card that we'll probably talk more about later, and that's Traverse the Ovenwald, which is effectively on turn one for one green searches for a basic land yep. and puts it into your hand. And then, well, I mean, you do have the two big ones. So and beyond that, and then one of them we'll talk thoroughly more we can talk about it now because let's let's go into that with these two because they're both in the same category. But the payoff cards uh, of the land ones, and so the first one of those is Scapeshift. Yep. So Scapeshift 
for those who don't know, sacks all your lands, and you can put that many lands into play from your deck of any type. Any number of lands. And it, no, it has to be equal to the ones you sack. No, I'm saying you sacrifice any number yeah, of lands. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't sack all your lands. Oh, all your, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Generally, you sack all your lands unless you have yeah. a Valkyrie in play and then get everything in Valkyrie and you win. Uh, yeah. As long as you have more than six lands. Six or more lands. Um, it's really good, but it, it this is the conversation we had before is do... The cards that just kind of read I win on them really count as tutor cards. Yes, this card is specifically searching your deck for things, but your deck is built in setting that up, and it's more just this is the win condition that is most efficient and modern for ramping. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because, look, it's only going to be a card like this is only going to be for one purpose right up until it's not. And then as soon as somebody uses it for something else, we're going to be saying, well, yeah, but this was in front of us the whole time because this was something that we were able to do with this. Are you referring to the sweet scape shift into uh, Reclamation? Oh, that you want to do? That you sack all your lands on turn four. Just the four lands, you get four more, and then you play Splendid Reclamation, getting four lands and a Valkyrie back. Spicy. Eight yeah. lands on turn five. It's pretty sick. Um, <laughs> I, I was more thinking, like, just, just the number of times we've seen, like, a card we thought we understood the uses of get used in another way for something else. So, but yeah. I, but there's so much to cover here. We shouldn't, we shouldn't, uh, we the shouldn't. Last, the last one on the land one, and this is the premier, this is probably the best of these, all, all of them. Yep. And to the extent that I think this card probably should be banned at some point. Yep. And I don't think it will right now, but I think right now there's three different cards that got banned because this card exists. Primeval Titan. Yes, Primeval Titan, exactly. It's it's like, searches for two any any two lands. Obviously, the Amulet Bloom deck is the most recent premier deck, but if you, even if you go all the way back to the Lotus Lands, like the amount of decks that have had the CAD cards banned out of it, that Primeval Titan was a key piece of that deck. Oh, yeah. I mean, Valkut was banned from the beginning, and that was originally primarily a, a Primeval Titan deck. It, it, you know, when it was unbanned, Scapeshift kind of took that mantra, but now with Titan Shift decks, like right. Primeval Titan is still kind of the big part of what that deck is trying to do. Yep. Primeval Titan is one of the most underrated, probably best cards in modern. In magic. Ever. In magic ever. Yeah. It's like insane. If you've ever if you've never cast a Primeval Titan, it's hard to quite fathom how good it is. Right. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. A six six for six with trample is like already a perfectly fine rate. It's like not a great rate. Like well, you wouldn't it's, it's I would say Six mana for a 6-6 six, six and a relevant keyword is the generic base level for a 6-drop. Yeah. Like, like, in like all the Titans had that. It yeah. was, yeah. It w you wouldn't play it on its own, but, like, when you resolve that, even if the lands you're getting aren't even doing anything that relevant, it's already like, okay, so now I have a giant threat you have to deal with, and I'm in a green deck, so I probably played it a turn early. And let's be honest, you're getting lands that are relevant. <laughs> Super relevant, yeah. <laughs> It's just, it creates a ridiculous level of advantage. Be it Lotus Lands, be it Bounce Lands, be it... Lotus Lands? Yeah, the... the Locust, sorry, Locust Lands. Locust Lands. Locust Lands. I said Lotus Lands. I was like, am I missing something? No, 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 <laughs> Locust Lands, sorry. Uh, Locust Lands being Kessig Wolf Run with an yeah. Infect creature, you know, with, with uh, the Infect Land. Um, yeah, Ink Bond Access. Thank you. In a different My format, brand, like, Thespian Stage Dark Depths. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Totally legal in this format. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like obviously he's probably, he's, he, I put him in contention. Right. Uh, if I were to, the nominee from this category for best Land tutor? modern tutor. Oh, just, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the nominee for best, sure. His primeval Titan. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I think with it, because we're not including Traverse in this category, we're, we're, we're making that a threshold tutor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I would say the nominees in this category, well, and what about, what about Fetchlands? 
<laughs> I don't. Th- I, I would take that. Fe- fe- blah, 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 blah. Similar to Escape Shift, I would take fetch lines out of contention. Okay, because they're too specific. It, it they're more rant mana fixing. Like if we just played lands that did the exact same thing, but we're gotcha. just like when you the center of the battlefield, pay one life. They are and pick two colors. That's put put yeah. down for me Primeval Titan and write Expedition Map under it. That's my that's the for my money. That's the runner up in this category. Okay, moving on to the next category. We are going to get into well, we're just going by we're going by card type tutors, right? Uh, yeah. So uh, creature tutors. Yeah, sure. Let's do creature tutors. All right. So the baseline for creature tutors is Court of Calling, through and through. It's also the most played tutor in the in modern. Uh, it is the it is of all tutors probably had had the most other than the fetch land conversation, right? Uh, which is why I don't want them in contention because they just win and it's boring. Uh, <laughs> fair. fair. <laughs> um, Court of Calling is the most successful from a tournament tournament perspective tutor in modern history. Partly on the back of both Collected Company and Birthing Pod, so it, it has rarely been the single piece that does that. Though, if you look at Elves, it is part of that. Though, Collected Company is in Elves also. So, that's kind of... It comes in hand with a engine. It needs an engine card to kind of promote it. Partly because it needs multiple creatures in play. So, right. it, it needs an engine to build up to get to the point where you just win by casting it. Um, but it does that. Yeah. It does that regularly. So, yeah. it's. I mean, that card is... It's very powerful, and there's a lot of space to explore with that card. Now, you do it; you are restricted just a little bit in terms of how you build your deck, um, but that's going to be the case for most of these. We don't have a demonic tutor in the format, so mm-hmm. you have to work work with what you've got. Uh, um, next on this list, yeah. Where'd it go? Next on this list, this is another one where Summoner's Pact. Okay, I was going to say the, the other one that again we're going to wait until we get to threshold tutors is traverse yeah um but traverse, yes. yeah yeah but that yeah we've created a threshold category yes. for it. so i have a few here though we have we i, I think i think packed summoner's pact summoner's pact is an is a possible shoe in for this searches well. for a green creature right yeah it searches for primeval titan yeah almost always I've and when never... it doesn't it's like because that other thing you're getting is better which means it's threat dusk <laughs> right 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 or or probably uh is is do elves have elves ever played this to get like a crater who behemoth or name? Yeah, they definitely they right. definitely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think like this is where also Tolerio S comes in play. Right. Like, the, the engine and and like that's why the amulet deck still exists. And I think there's other versions of that deck of just casting Primeval Titan and getting a bounce land and um, Tolerio West returning Tolerio West to your hand to then be able to the next turn use Tolerio West to get a Summoner's Pact to get a second Primeval Titan. Because the nice thing about Summoner's Pact with Primeval Titan is the Primeval Titan brings in the lands you need to pay for the Summoner's Pact. Right. So and it's like this crazy engine that just goes off. And it's still a deck. It's still a deck. Yeah, People totally are still, still a deck. It's like still pretty good. Yep. Um, the other big creature ones, uh, Fauna Shaman. It's a good one. I like Fauna Shaman. The problem with Fauna Shaman is that it isn't a 1-4. <laughs> yeah. The fact that it dies the Lightning Bolt and or now Fatal Push and or now Path to Exile makes it really hard to kind of gain the value you want off of it, and it's just a little slow. How sick would it be if it was a 1-4? It'd be much better. It still probably, it still dies well, to na- two of the now, three cards. Now mentioned. it's way worse. Yeah, because of Fatal Push. Yeah. yeah. Fatal Push is really warped the format. It's like really... Yeah, it's just a really good removal spell. Yeah. Probably for the better. I think so too. Um, and the last big creature one, important creature, because there's like, there's other ones, Eldritch Evolution though. Yeah, no one like no one's really played Eldritch Evolution. Uh, there's definitely kiki kiki decks that play Eldritch 
evolution yeah. that are eldritch evolution plus quarter calling sure um that are just like i win if i resolve this spell and you let me have a creature that gets into this in play right it's just a little inconsistent yeah um and it's a little bit a little win more i want to say sure. not necessarily win more but it's like doing something that isn't as powerful as what birthing pot was doing um, conditional tutor in this category that uh doesn't get talked about that i talked about on my thing the other night is time of need which i've always fe- i've always felt like it's not good enough to be like a prominent card but it's a heavily unexplored card i think one green one colorless for a sorcery searcher library for a legendary creature card put it into your hand sure it's a two mana sorcery speed tutor that like gets you a lot of good things in the format there's a ton of good legendary creatures mm-hmm. um so and especially if you were going to build like some sort of like legendary esque deck, uh, like a legendary creature heavy deck. I did make legendary zoo once that was like very based on that sword that gives a legendary yeah. creature plus four plus two, and they had a bunch of one drop legendary creatures because we have. Isamaru. I think we have Isamaru. We have the uh, the red one, uh, the bell ringer, Zergo, Zergo bell striker, yep. and then we have one other legendary one drop. Uh, one other legendary one drop. I thought we did. Maybe we don't. Maybe it was just those two. No, I think I think you're right. There is one more, I'm pretty sure. It's a white one, I think. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's a thing that can be done. Oh, uh, Kithion. Kithion, yes. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Now, but um, granted, you're only probably playing two to three of each no, one. I was playing four of each. Oh, you're playing the full four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems bad. You know, I've, I've played ways to get rid of them. It's legendary deck. It worked out. It was yeah, cool. I was I was killing people quickly, but it wasn't very good. But that deck wouldn't want time of need because it's you know, no no paying two mana. Yeah, yeah, time of need would be really bad on it. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like there's legendary tribal cards. Yeah. Um, something that I do want to bring up because we messed up and we didn't mention it, and we should bring it up before we continue is in the land category, and this one's like a big one and might be in contention with Primeval Titan for best land creature tutors. Okay. Knight of the Reliquary. <laughs> yeah, Knight's pretty sweet. Knight is real good. Same reasons as 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 um it's kind of an interesting thing because Primeval Ten is a I'm going to win with this card. Well, Knight of the Reliquary has the effect that I could just turn into a really good beater, right. but also has that more of a toolboxy effect, which we have which is a separate category of like, oh, we can play cool, cute little lands that come to play like Pajuku Bog or right. um the one that gives protection to a creature or right. Sajiri so Step, I it think. It has it's like called. yeah, Sajiri Step. So it, it has this cool little ability to both be a ramp effect that is also a toolbox effect that is also just a big threat. Represents inevitability is what yeah. that card does. If you let if you let somebody untap with Knight of the Reliquary, um, because again, it's just like we were just saying, the rate is already pretty decent. Like at the time you play this card, you're probably getting a three three for three, which is pro- at worst. Yeah, normally it's a four four for a three. three three mana four four, which is like where it's going to start. And so at that point, you just like all right. This card's going to do some really, really unfair stuff if yep. unchecked. Uh, back to creatures. Yep. Um, s- weird one, Woodland Bellower. Oh, yeah. Non-legendary <laughs> c- green creature. Weird card. Doesn't see play. I yeah. mean, I think the only cool thing with this is you use Painter Servant to make it get the clone, and then you clone five of them, and then you have, and then whatever the next best thing. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. You, you, it, with Painter Servant in play, all your creatures in your deck are green, so you get the two-mana clone. Oh, Phantasmal Image. Phantasmal Image. Oh, that Club comes Woodland in. Bellower, and then yeah. you can get all four of your... It's it's like the opposite side of the Sun Titan combo that used to exist. Sure. Uh, and then you get you know one other green creature that you like. So you get Image, Image, Image. Image, 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 Image. Other three drop. Other three drop. That's pretty sweet, yeah. actually. Uh, I think you, you get you get a, a three drop that gives everyone... A creature that gives everyone haste. So there's the goblin that gives all creatures haste. Sure. So but- you get that and you just win. Well, except you don't win because they're painter servants. So, like, what are they? Oh, no, no, no. They're not. No, they're woodland, but they're six sixes. 
Oh, yeah. You have one painter servant in play. You have to have it in play already. Yeah, you have to cast painter servant. So you have to cast painter servant and, and then the cast six drop. Oh, yeah. that's why this is bad. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> okay. this is not a real deck. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> this is the combo, though. <laughs> um, you could Eldritch Evolution the, into the Woodland Bellwar. Yeah. Play Kitchen Finks, because Kitchen Finks are a three drop you can get with this guy. Sounds Boop sick. Boom. You've tried to build this before, haven't you? No. No? Not at all. That's Someone else did. Yeah. Seems like I would have tried to build me. this before. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. <laughs> uh, I thought you'd be more more hyped on this. <laughs> uh, other creature tutors. Dragonstorm. Yep. Uh, Hard to call that a tutor, but it's, it is. It yep. is. It's Once again, it's one of those like, oh, I win, but I technically did it while tutoring. Protean Hulk. Protean Hulk. It's a big Pro- one. Yeah. Uh, Bring the light is other things. Nihiri, yeah, at the very end of it. But this is kind of what we were talking about before. Is Nihiri to me is more of a I'm going to cheat something into play. Hibernation's. I, end. It's more like the end of a, a of a chain, not the beginning. Is Hibernation's end a card that people play in? I don't even know what Hibernation really? end is. That strikes me as a card that I feel like somebody would have tried to play in EDH before. I'm actually surprised that you haven't played against that yet. Mm-hmm. You know what it does? No, green I said, I don't and four. Know what it does. Green and four enchantment, cold snap, beginning your upkeep. It has a cumulative upkeep of pay one colorless, and when you pay it, you search for a creature with that mana cost and put it into play. Wait, what was that first ability it has? Cumulative That's upkeep. why no one plays with it. <laughs> no, no, but the, the cumulative upkeep searches for the creature. Oh. So you pay one, you get a one drop into play. You pay two, you get a two drop into play, searching each time. Yeah, it's still like... Slow. It's still cumulative upkeep. Like, eventually, if you don't pay it, it dies. Yeah, but you just... You don't have a choice. You just don't care. Yeah. So it's a tutor. It's an every single turn creature tutor. Yeah, but what if you don't want to tutor that turn? But then you don't want to lose this spell that you have. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. The old, yeah. It just seems like in a hundred card format where you're like, you get to watch what everyone does, and then you get to like tutor. That strikes me as a card that someone would have tried. I'm sure one of your EDH cronies has tried playing that card before. Cronies. <laughs> no one appreciates that. <laughs> uh, Ranger of Eos. It's a good card. I like uh, this has seen a lot of play. I mean, this is in birthing pod decks, and and now the next one because it finds viscerous here and it finds other things. It's really powerful. Every time I've ever cast a ranger of Eos, I'm like, oh, why does this card exist? Yeah, you get two one drops. One drops, yeah. Yeah, two one drops. Yeah, it's a three for one. Yep. It's obviously a little bit more powerful in the greater formats because being able to find like Death Rite Shaman and, and yep. uh, Mother Ruins is like, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> completely different. getting Viscerous Seer and Nova Hierarch is just like on the subject of one drops and and throwing back really quickly to land tutors. One card we forgot to mention was Weathered Wayfarer, which is interesting and a card that I actually think sees like kind of a criminally low amount of play. Um, you know what it is? One white, one one. Uh, tap. One white and a tap. Search your library for a land card. Put it into your hand. Play this ability only if an opponent yeah. controls more lands than you. So this gets this would traditionally get played in like white weenie decks. I don't think there's enough good lands. Tutor target lands. Yeah, agreed. And it's a little. It's slow, fragile, and what it's finding. If it's finding something too powerful, it's very easy to get rid of it. Right. And you like if a deck became good with it, it would get killed very quickly. Legitimately Or it's not finding something powerful. This enough. card is made and broken by the lack of Wasteland in the format. Wasteland makes this card so much better yes. because you don't have a land anymore, so it lowers your count. I'm surprised taxes decks don't play it. Like the yeah. but the pre- the reason they don't play it is because they also make it so you can't search your own deck. That's why. Right. So yeah, the fact that Wasteland it doesn't exist in the format makes this like unplayable. Yep. Yep. All right. One day, I'm shaking my head no. All right, the next, the last kind of thing that's in this category are are the kind of the k- tribal tutors. So these are the find a, well, the first one we're going to talk about is find a wizard. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Vidalcan Ethermage. The Vidalcan Ethermage. 
Yeah, tribal tutors are interesting. They don't really see a lot of play in modern, even in the big tribal decks. Um, and that's probably because most of the tribal tutors aren't very good. Um, you know, they generally cost at least three mana. So all of the Lorwyn tutors are bad. <laughs> Fairy Harbinger, four. Merfolk Harbinger, four. Um, There's an elf one, too. Yeah, they're all... That's three. The Harbinger cycle. The Harbinger cycle. The green one's better because it create it, it taps to produce mana and it searches for an elf. But they put and them it's on three mana, but it's like it's still way. Problem is, they all put them on top of your library. That's the yeah, issue. yeah. Um, Vidalcan Ethermage is interesting. I've talked about this a lot recently, and I've been. I think it just keeps getting better because they keep printing more and more interesting wizards. Yeah. So well, actually, that's that's the thing with tutors in general, and that's yeah. something to keep in mind. Especially, obviously, no, 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 all tutors. Period. Every card that they print that's relevant to that tutor makes right. that card better. The reason they're afraid of Stoneforge Mystic was, and the reason they like eventually just had a ban Birthing Pod was because they just kept printing cards that were made that card better. So right. the reason I think Stoneforge Mystic is fine is I think that the cards that broke Stoneforge Mystic is the cap for power level. I don't right. think we're going... If Wizards prints an equipment that is more powerful than Batterskull or the Swords of blah 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 right. uh, then they've made a mistake. Yeah, I think I think um, the the big advantage to Aether Mage is that it's an instant. That's that's like the or that it's cycling is instant speed and totally. is, and is not a spell. So the fact that they can't counter the cycle, um, which is I mean they can if they if they sure. trick bind it or something. But um, in any case, so I think that's powerful. But I still think it's underpowered. Tribal tutors, though, in general, I mean, if you think about the biggest tribal decks, there's no Merfolk tutor, there's no Elf tutor that like sees play. Well, I mean, the ones that are. The decks that it's relevant to have a tutor, they play the better creature tutors. Yes, they like exactly. the, which is elves. Elves does play tutors, but it doesn't play the elf tutor. It plays right. Um, Court of Calling. Court of Calling. Yeah. And it play. You know, some play. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it's not going to do that. And it would play Greenson's Death if it was legal. So like, it when it comes down to it, it's just better to play good tutors or not or be like Merfolk doesn't need it because Merfolk is the same 12 cards right repeated <laughs> yeah I don't think there's a zombie tutor that's any good no right? no vampire tutor yeah yeah. a zombie just... tutor probably has a higher chance of maybe doing something or a vampire one just because they're a little bit more combo-y right like the problem is Merfolk isn't a combo deck it's an aggro deck elves is a combo deck but there's better green tutors so it would yeah. have to be in a color that wants to tutor for something but needs it for combo purposes or toolbox purposes which is more what wizard cycling would do right because you can find vencer you can find the click, click you can find um Lanessa snapcaster mage, mage. <laughs> apparently you can also find lanessa zephyr mage <laughs> all right let's move on to the next one modern staple <laughs> uh all right i want to do enchantments Okay. Uh, what's interesting is there's not a ton. The first on my list is Zur the Enchanter. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait. Before we go on, uh, in the creature card contest, who is your who's your nomination for best creature tutor? Court of Calling. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, I don't okay. think is there even a close second. Um, no, I don't think so. Ranger of Eos? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's Court of Calling. It would have been Green Zenith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Enchantments. First, Zur the Enchanter. Those who don't know, it's a Esper card. Blue, black, white, colorless. Legendary human wizard. Flying when Zur the Enchanter attacks, you may search your library for an enchantment card with converted mana cost three or less and put it on the battlefield if you do shuffle your library. This is a uh, commander staple, right? Uh, it, it's one of the top five commanders. Yep. Period. Yeah, he's uh, super good. To the extent that he's like the commander that when someone picks it out, you're like, I'm just not going to play. 
because it's not fun. It's fun for no one. Well, yeah, because enchantments are difficult to interact with and generally speaking affect the entire board. They just get like, don't they just search for like a bunch of like ghostly prison type of Yeah, they, and there's game. like combos they pull out. It's just not fun for anyone. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. He's just way too good. But in modern, there's a modern deck. Uh, People have tried, yep. yeah. Yeah, and, and he's... It's, it's a weird like It's like four 2. color. 2.5, but there's like four color. There's, isn't there like a Doran? Or yeah, And yep. he uses Mardu ascendancy maybe even to like yeah it's it's pretty cool i mean it's because it allows you to play doran and spellskite in the main deck and spellskite protects your zur and doran makes your spellskite a four four and your zur is a four four flyer flyer and you know and it plays you know uh detention spheres and oblivion rings and faith it's just really good doesn't play faith feathers i don't think um but yeah that's he's good he he has seen very little play in well there's there's one deck it's like a deck people have tried, but it's like no, it's it's like it's top sixteen GPs. Really, yeah. the Zerdeck? like once, one time. And it's then- it's definitely top. <laughs> it's like tier three, but so then the second card in this conversation is Idealic Tutor. Sure, we can talk about Idealic Tutor next. I had other cards, but sure, we can go there. Idealic Tutor is also probably way too slow. It's the it's 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 interesting that this is rare, which is Tutor for an enchantment card and reveal and put it in your hand shelf of your library, which is probably weaker than. Um, the artifact version of this, sure. Um, fabricate, fabricate, which is an uncommon. True. Uh, yeah, I mean this card's fine. I, it's never going to see play in modern because it's you tap out on turn three to do absolutely nothing. I don't know if you're right about that. <laughs> that look, I say this every single episode. I say this on every episode. I say this on every anchor show. Anytime they have ever printed something in Magic that does something totally unique, you need to pay attention to it because that's either really bad or really good, which is why they've never done it again. They've only done this once, and it was like 10 years ago, and they haven't given us the same... We've, we have a few much better Tudor for an Enchantment cards out there, though. In Modern? Not in Modern. We have a few that I have here, but... Yeah. That are I, better than this. I mean, I would say Zur is better than this. Yeah, but this... Okay, Zur was... Zur was even longer ago. Zur was like, tw- like legitimately 10 years ago. It was like 2006 or seven. This was a, a year after Zur. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, they both got printed within a year of each other. And then and Zur is a three-color creature with, like, super, super, like, you can get enchantments with Converter Cosmic as three or less. And it has to attack. Sure. Totally different. This is an actual legitimate, I can tap Yeah, but we, we have a ton of different tutors that have been printed consistently that are all the three-mana this tutors for something, and none of them have seen play. Regardless okay. of card type, I'm not saying this is a good card. I'm just saying don't count this out because if I'm somebody it out, <laughs> because there are plenty of powerful enchantments. As a person who's like tried making the green white enchantment or uh, the green white uh, wish work, right? That was too slow. <laughs> sure, but again, like you're and specific, but like the tapping out at sorcery speed at three mana in modern that doesn't affect the board at all. Like, yes, there's a card that could be printed that makes us powerful. If there's a zero-cost or a one-cost enchantment that, like, affects the board significantly, then this card becomes better. Or there's a combo piece that you need that's an yes. enchantment that this makes. For instance, sure. if somebody was playing, I don't know, black-white, sanguine bond, uh, whatever blood, exquisite blood combo in modern. So they wanted... like, two five-mana enchantments that also do nothing when they affect the board, but they win together. But they win the game outright. Yeah. I don't know. I know how you can tell me that this card is not relevant when there are actual. That's a real combo. You've spent three turns doing actually nothing, and then you win. There uh, are there are cards that you do half of something, and you need to get three cards, and then you win. And those decks are also bad. Near death experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not saying ideal of tutor is it cool. I'm not saying there's maybe not. Hey, this is the guy who likes toolbox decks. So like, there's obviously maybe something that can come here, but I I think that like. 
I'd rather see a trinket mage for enchantments I'm version sure of this you card. Would. So now, <laughs> that'd now, be sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be great. So now I want to know what enchantment mages. What other? But what good? First of all, what good one man enchantments are there? There's like very few. And then second, there's uh, like a the one that draws you a card and makes your land tap from mana. There's maybe. like seals and stuff. Anyway, the seals question I have sweet. is: I love seals. You just mentioned Zer and Idea, like, and you said there was other relevant enchantment too. Sovereigns of Lost Alara. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it's yeah, of Lost Alara. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. This is this is the literally the difference between I'm waiting to talk about the card that I like because your idea sucks. You my love idea this sucks. Card. You no, that's attack. what you think about my idea because oh. you love sovereigns so much. <laughs> Uh, oh, I think all the enchantment tutors are kind of mediocre, but Sun of Lara is a, a a powerful card. Okay. It affects the board immediately. You immediately attack. If you have a creature and you play this card, you have a yes, it's six mana, which is a problem with it. Don't I don't <laughs> it doesn't disagree. have haste. No, it does have I mean it, it doesn't have haste, but as long as you have a creature in play, a it's creature, a yeah. it's a twelve twelve. As lo- yeah. As long as, as, long as it's a one one. If it's a zero one, <laughs> which means that you use that the cast sovereign. So most likely it's a one one or better. You're attacking with a 12-12 right. that, when you untap, it also has uh, the sacrifice permanence. Okay. It's, like, real good. When that happens. I mean, this was a standard defining deck. This is Mythic Band. Yeah, I you know, like, This is a thing. I remember. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you have just admit that you've tried to make this work in modern, like, nine times. Just once. I just did it for a year. <laughs> Geist into this. How do you beat that? Yeah. Other than... Killing me before I get to turn six. <laughs> it is pretty sick, yeah. It's a four five for six. It's three dollar card. All right. Nothing Very kills cool. it. The only thing that kills it in the format is path. Yeah, true. Other than dying before it comes into play. Right. Other than dying before it comes into play. Hey, but they, in band, you can cast it pretty early. Uh all right. Uh the only is there any other enchantment card that I'm missing? Because artifacts get a lot deeper. Before yeah, enchantments, we get into enchantments are the are the diffi- most difficult one. To yeah, I wanted to do a short one. Okay, artifacts. Let's do it. What's your nomination for? Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, for uh, enchantments. Yeah, it's. I think it has to be sovereigns. I mean, like Zer. Zer is the only actual relevant one that's actually seen play here. I'll give it to you. Do you have a better <laughs> option? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think. Are I we do missing it. an enchantment? I don't think so. Um, Search enchantment. I've done this so many times, I can't even count. And no, I don't believe we are missing any enchantments. Uh, oh, oh, we are. We're missing Lost Auromancers. That's the one. We're missing Lost Auromancers. That's, I know that because I've okay. tried to build with that card before. Talowisp. Yeah, Talowisp is interesting. Talowisp is sweet. Yeah. Uh, that That's one. That's a more relevant one. Yeah. It's never going to be a thing, but that's cool. I like Talowisp. Talowisp is really sick, actually. Yeah. Fine. I'm going to go with Talowisp. You're not going to go with Lost Auromancers? Nope. For those of you that are wondering what Lost Auromancers does, it's I'm a sure four you mana vanishing three when Lost Auromancers is put into the graveyard from play. If you had no time counters on it, you may search your library for an enchantment card and put it into play. Yeah, Ugh. it's 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 literally just the Sweet. really really bad Academy Rector. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Play that with Hex Parasite, you're in business. <laughs> <laughs> Another fan favorite going on here. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Tala Wisp is probably the best one. I mean, it's not even close to any of these other tutors. It's, it's the most interesting. For those of you, because you, people are probably definitely wondering what the hell you're talking about there. Oh, yeah. Why don't you explain Talos and how it works? So it's a white and one for a one, three. Yeah, it's, it's a two mana, which is a really good, important sign yeah. that this is possible. One, three for a spirit. When you play a spirit or a cane spell, you may search your library for an enchant creature card, reveal it, and put it into your hand if you do shuffle your library. So what's relevant about it is that it references spirit or arcane, and spirit is a creature type that has been printed plenty of times, especially it's on Geist. Oh, yeah, there's a ton. It's on Geist, which yeah, is, yeah. and Geist loves to have enchantments Talos, on it. been to Geist into any. Yeah. This is the steel, this is the steel of the godhead deck. Yeah, yeah. This is we've talked about this before. Yep. It's this is like the 
the whole angle that you go with is like the fact that you can the fact that you're able to and search. There are, there are also some weird arcane cards that you might just be able to play and gain value off of because it like yeah. I'm gonna look it up. There's got to be some type of relevant arcane. Yeah, you. I mean, it's it's not bad. Um, it's just you know it's not super good. Anyhow, blessed breath. Target creature you control gains protection of the color of your choice until end of turn. That's bad. Return target enchantment, chanted permanent to its owner's hand. <laughs> another one. All right, let's, let's keep on. going. Uh, all right, artifacts. This is a big one. Uh, first on my list, my fave, Unumero Uno, Mister Trinket Mage. Good card. And the other other uh, tutor mages, but Trinket Mage is really the only relevant one. Treasure Mage might do something. It hasn't yet. Trophy Mage. Uh, and. Yeah, Trophy Mage, and then Treasure Mage is the six-mana one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're all relevant, and they're all especially relevant. Well, the six-mana one's never going to see play. The, I mean, these cards are the best friend of Grand Architect. If Honestly, in, in the de- whatever version of the deck that yeah. ends up being a thing, these cards are, like, literally the thing that makes it a thing. Totally. Um, oh, I think, I think Treasure Mage, if they ever print a six-mana artifact spell or more that has a cost reduction effect on it, that's, like, good. Yes. I can see that being played, but I... I would hope Wizard would not do that, seeing that every a time they ever create... A cost reduction effect? Yeah, so like Delve or Phyrexia Mana or you know, all the sure. really broken mechanics that they've ever printed. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Makes sense. We don't want that to happen. Uh, but yeah, Trinket Mage, is, you know, he's like the toolbox poster child. He finds all these really cool one-mana or zero-mana artifacts. He's everything that uh, Teleria West can find in the artifact side, plus all the one-drop ones, which are really relevant hate cards, everything from Graph Digger's Cage... To spell bombs, to relic of progenitus, relic of progenitus, to you know Tormod's crypt. Tormod's crypt. Well, yeah, yeah. At that point, you go tor- relic of progenitus, but spell bomb. You know, uh, uh, engineered explosives. There's just a well, long no, no, list. You don't necessarily because if you search on turn three and you need it, and you search for the zero, then you play it. And you can use it. Fair. If you, I I'm mean, not saying to. Le- yeah, yeah, I'm not saying there aren't corner cases, tor- but Tormod's but crypt. No, no, no. Deck like, spaces that you're picking. Definitely, but like. It, Often in the, against the graveyard decks, if you draw that trinket mage in your opening hand, and you're like, "Oh no, I don't want to mold to five off of my now mold to six, and I happen to have a torment script, which means on turn three, if I hit my third land drop, I can blow up their graveyard, which is so much more relevant than untap and do it." Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. That's fair, and you can plan ahead for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, trinket mage is the best. Uh, Kudothu Forge Master. No, this yeah. is one of my favorite ones. I'm actually, there, I'm surprised this card hasn't done more in modern. It is five mana, but if you play a uh, lightning greaves, lightning greaves into this, yeah. you just w- win. Or not? They have to not have a removal spell, and they. But if you, yeah, if they don't have a removal spell, obviously important. But you really only path. How do you win? Blink, blink, get blight steel. Yeah, you get blight steel, and then you get blight steel haste with lightning greaves. But you have to sack the gre- You have to sack three artifacts to get it. If so you're you playing this deck, you play. Four artifact lands and a bunch of other artifacts, most likely ramp ones to get like that. That ver- this version of the deck exists in a world where you have. Can you do it on turn three? Yeah. No. Why not? Well, you have to get to five mana on turn three. Have three noble hierarch into an artifact with an artifact land and a signet. When are you casting the signet on turn two? And you're casting Forge Master on turn three. So when are you casting you the lightning groups? Yeah, you can't do it on turn three. No. There probably is a way to do it on turn three. I was thinking Pentad Prism right off the bat, because that ramps you to five on three. Oh yeah, just one Pentad Prism. But you need to be able to cast the The Greaves? Yeah. Oh, so turn one, Simeon Spirit Guide, Greaves. Turn two, <laughs> Pentad Prism, turn three. You can't that, I mean that's it. I just did it. But yeah. you have to play bad cards. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, that's a that's a I think it's a it's a turn it's a turn four you win. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm do- I mean that's what modern is supposed to be. Yeah. Is turn four you win. Agreed. Um 
And yeah. And the fact that the Forge Master, if you have enough artifacts, you don't have to sacrifice the Forge Master, so you can tailor it to get what you need to survive and then win a couple turns later. Yeah, you can find you can use it to find a bird battle sphere that can block that you yeah. can then use to find a blight steel if you're not gonna die that you know, there's definitely yeah. things you can do. I love Forge Master. I yeah, think this is a card good. that's probably on the brink of seeing play. Um there's a few of those in this list. All of them five mana. Um yeah, so you have Fabricate, you've got Reshape. Reshape. Which is, which is good. Reshape's a good card. Seen, it's actually seen the significant amount of play. Yeah, it was, it was in the eggs deck. Uh, blue, blue, X. As an additional cost to play Reshape, sack an artifact. Search your library for an artifact card with converted mana cost X or less and put it into play, then shuffle your library. Yep. Really good in eggs when you're sacrificing an artifact and then getting another zero cost artifact, so you're only paying two mana. Um, it's best looking for zero mana artifacts that you want to be put into play. Lotus it's Bloom. serviceable at ones. Lotus Bloom is by far the best thing I can find. Yep. Because um, two mana for a Black Lotus is still good. Yeah. How what? How much mana for a Black Lotus is bad? Three? Four. Four mana for a Black Lotus is bad. I mean, okay, they don't... Nobody plays uh, Lotus Tap for three. What's it called? Yeah. The, the, the ADH card. What's that card called? I'm looking it up. Gilded Lotus. Nobody Gilded plays Lotus. Gild, Nobody plays Gilded Lotus in Modern. If Gilded Lotus so costs three... Five mana for a repeatable Lotus is too expensive. So four mana for a Sacrifice Lotus is probably too much. Yeah, it's probably I'm bad. I'm assuming. So three... Okay, I mean, think about it like this. Pentad Prism is two mana for two. That's a, that's a two mana yeah. Lotus. Um, which means if Pentad Prism was two for three, it would probably see play. Yep, ton of play. Because Pentad Prism's right on the edge of seeing play. Yeah. If it was three for three it would probably be right on the verge of seeing play for the same reasons that two for two is. Even though the curve gets worse, but the fact that you can get to six on four... Uh, like real good. No, seven on four. Yeah, seven on four. The fact that you can ramp to seven mana on turn four is pretty astounding. Yeah, I would say I think three for three. So the answer is four for three. Four mana for three is not playable. Yeah, I agreed. Okay. Um, Shaper's Gift. Yeah, this card's good. I mean, this card is one of the powerful, underrated tutors, I think. So, for those who don't know, it's one white. Search your library for an equipment card. Reveal that card and put it in your hand. There's also, on the enchantment conversation, that's also relevant, there's a uh, two-mana version that search for artifacts, equipment, and or aura enchantments. Right. Um, that I also think is a little underrated. There are a lot of sweet aura removal spells. Big time. So, because of that, you kind of have a sweet little play. Um, if, you're looking, I, if you're looking for more of a variety, both of these cards, I think they're interesting. Um. Beyond that, from an artifact perspective, yeah, Tez Tezzerith the Seeker. That's the other one. Yeah, this one. Uh, I think this is highly underrated. We were talking about this Agreed. before the cast. Uh, I think it's kind of artifact birthing pod. <laughs> sure. In the sense that, and I took I took this to GPLA, and my biggest regret, I think, after that tournament was not playing four and not having Fatal Push printed yet. I didn't realize that that at the GP, but now I do. Mm. <laughs> uh, but the ability, the, when it comes down to it, if you're playing um, four Sword of the Meek, four Thopter Foundry, and one um, Time Seed, yep. If you untap with with him, and you get any of those before turn five, if you untap with him, you win. So you're saying you win on turn six. Well, yeah, but I mean, the rest of your deck is grindy thought seizes and Inquisition of Kozilek and fatal pushes and probably abrupt decays. You probably splash green for that. So, like at that point, you're just playing, and you're also playing probably all the two mana ramp artifact spells. Sure. So you're also going to be playing a deck that casts him on turn four. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so turn four, turn five, turn six. That that's the window. But you'd be playing a control deck. This is a Tesserator deck. Yeah. You're playing a deck that also like doesn't hate having. Um, 
description below. <laughs> it's also a Sword of the Meek deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you just have Sword <laughs> of the Meek in there. So, like, it, it is obviously meant you, to be you more grindy. Snaring Bridge. Yeah, it's Snaring Bridge. I say Sword, yeah. Every time. Every time. Uh, running jokes are fun. Uh, but, yeah, so he plays very much like Birthing Pod did, where Birthing Pod, if you untap with Birthing Pod, you probably won. Yep. You play it first turn, you get the first piece you need. Second turn, you get the last piece you need, you win. This is very similar where you will likely get one of the pieces you need beforehand, and then you have him available to just automatically win when he goes off. Yep. Um, and if he's not doing that, he's a good ramp card. He does other things that are relevant, but that th- that ability is so strong. Well, especially considering if you're talking about the ramp, if you're talking about the ramp aspect where you're playing, probably guessing talismans rather than signets is my get. Would be my it depends word. if you what other colors you go into. If yeah. you're going into green, you need at least one green blue yeah. or green black signet. So, but either way, the fact that his plus ability is to untap artifacts and you're playing a control deck with lots of one and two mana spells means that you probably play him, you probably ramp him out on turn four and then untap two artifacts to leave mana open for whatever, whether you're counter spell or, or removal spell. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems doable. Yeah. Seems sweet. We should build this. Yeah. 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 I did for GP. Yeah. Didn't do anything. Mm. Well, I, I like lost. Mostly because it was like, the, in testing, the deck was really good against every tier 1 and tier 1.5 deck, but I got paired against a random goblin brew in round 1, mm-hmm. and so was in the loser's bracket, because like, this deck can't beat a weird goblin 8-whack deck. This um, was also before Fatal Push, which is... This was way before Fatal whole Push. Whole different ball game. Yeah. Um, and so, like, paired up against an aggro deck that I wasn't planning for, and then was in the loser bracket, and then right. every deck I played against was a weird brew that, like, just didn't kill you the way like the main decks of the format were killing you at that point yeah and so like i played against a collecting company blood artist deck which is sweet yep. but also completely unbeatable when you're like <laughs> not doing anything <laughs> um but yeah so that was the, the format then cool um are any other any other artifacts tutors that i'm missing uh well we we talked about not enlightened tutor but um not ideally tutor but uh What's the artifact one? We just fabricate. Fabricate, yep. Also, my exact same problems with Idealic Tutor I have with Fabricate. And you don't like Fabricate, but you like Idealic Tutor. It's because, it's because there's lots of artifact tutors, and there's very few enchantment tutors. Sure. That's the reason that Idealic Tutor's on my radar. But there are way better artifacts. and uh, There are better artifacts in a vacuum. There are more powerful enchantments in the sense that they're doing unique things and are much harder to interact with. Sure. I mean, uh, uh, tutoring for either one, the one-off Rest in Peace or the one-off um, Stony Silence. Stony Silence is probably pretty good. Yep. All right. So after artifacts, and we probably are missing stuff, so please yell at us. Who who would you nominate as the best artifact tutor? Um, we might have differing opinions on this one. The best artifact tutor in the format. Oh, you know what we missed? What's the one that you discard? The it's a. Uh, not oh, Honor Shaman, but Artificer's Intuition. Artificer's Intuition. I love that card. Card's really sweet. Yeah. No mage on, ever... on a... There's no good <laughs> art. The problem with the artifacts, Artificer's Intuition is there's no good one-drop artifacts to discard. The moment we get an artifact that's good to put into your graveyard that's one mana is mm. the moment that that deck becomes better, more relevant. We get like one mana Bloodgast. Artifact Bloodgast. Yeah, you have to figure out some reason that dirtling around like that is good. I mean, Mishra's Bobble makes that deck fun, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think probably my recommendation for best artifact in this category is, geez, it might be Tezzeret the Seeker, honestly. Yeah, mine too. Uh, like of all, Trinket Mage is the only other comp- yeah. person in competition. Those would be the two. Could go through Forge Master. The ones that are in it are sweet. Reshape. Reshape seen. Reshape of all the ones you just mentioned has actually seen the most competitive play. That's true. 
Reshape so. is probably the, been the most successful. Yeah. But I would say, for my money, Tezzer at the Seeker is the one that has the most space to be broken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have Ugin is it on there. It's banned. That's a tutor that's banned that we didn't talk about. Oh, it's been banned now. Yeah, yeah. It was barely. I mean, oh, actually, no, it was it was a significant part of Tron for a long time as a tutor. I just I forgot because of the Eldrazi deck. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's definitely tutored up some artifacts before. Big time. All right. Uh, and we now go to oh here's one, we'll do a small we'll do a small section next. Planeswalkers, there's one. There's one. Call of the Gatewatch. Yeah. So three mana. It's just the, it's it's fabricate and uh, idyllic tutor for planeswalkers. Yep, it's bad. It's sorcery speed. Sorcery speed. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Would these cards be playable at instant speed? Yeah. Yeah, you have to say yes because you're trying to get built off an Ether Mage. Yes, to work they, they would definitely all <laughs> at speed for sure. I mean, I do think that... I'd be interested to see that cycle. I would want Wizards to maybe print that cycle. Yeah, that seems perfectly reasonable. Make them, you can't, would you make them Mythics? That'd no, be regular rares. rares. I think they'd just be regular Rares. Regular rares. I'm fine with Call of the Gatewatch becoming a, like just a strictly better... Strictly better Call of the Gatewatch. Yeah. I guess they were just testing it out to see if that was going to be a thing. I mean, would you play Would you play any number of Call of the Gatewatch in the Jace doubling season deck? Would you I wouldn't... Would play you any you number of out? Call of the Gatewatch in Commander. Well, but I'm saying in a deck that distinctly wants to be drawing. I wouldn't play any of them in a Commander deck that is specifically doing the Planeswalker deck. Planeswalker centric? <laughs> really? That seems crazy to me. It's so slow. But you're, if you're playing like if you're playing like all the Planeswalkers. I'd rather just play a Planeswalker. Sure. All right. I'd rather, if I'm playing a Planeswalker deck, I have a bunch of Planeswalkers in it that'll just play. There's, there's no, Planeswalkers don't combo. You know what I would maybe have played it in? If... I would maybe play one of this in a Sahili Ray copycat deck. Sure, but like you don't hear what I was just saying about Jace because that's a combo. You need no. To I get it, but you're playing four Jaces in the deck. Like I, I would only want to play this in a deck that I'm like trying to not play all of the Planeswalker for some reason. Sure. Or I'm planning to try and get multiple Planeswalkers that I would need in that deck. I just want more Jaces. But, it's, it's I, but I don't want a fifth Jace. It's, that, that deck already doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful to me that the two slow tutors are both white in that deck. They get the two halves of the combo. <laughs> so you have to decide how many idyllic tutors and call the gatewatches yeah, to play. Yeah, you want neither. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame that they're... I'd rather just ramp decks and card draw. Why can't that card just, just be one... any, like, preordained... Why can't that card have I just mean, been or... one card? Like... I like right, a tutor or a planeswalker. Yeah, I'd well, be sweet. I'd be down with that card. I'd be that more card down with that sorcery card than speed, this. three mana, it's search for library no for <laughs> enchantment or planeswalker. It would it would probably make that deck a thing, and I think people would play it in that deck. I think it would be played in that deck. I don't think that deck would be a thing because of it, though. I don't know. That deck's insanely powerful. That deck you literally play. Well, no, you have to play the five drop first. Yeah, <laughs> you have to play a five <laughs> drop on turn six if you survive playing a five drop that doesn't affect the board when it comes into play on yeah. turn five. A turn that if a deck can't kill you on turn five when your opponent does nothing that turn, right? What are you What are you doing? And how many <laughs> of the Jaces at that point have you drawn anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a case of the feel bads. <laughs> you like play it with like two of them in your hand already. Yep. Ugh. Well, you play the first one and then you play the second one afterwards. Yeah, it's still bad. Uh, all right, now spells. First one, and I'm I'm always surprised Merchant Scroll hasn't seen more play. I know it's always right, it's right on the edge. This is like like this is blue instant card, which is very specific, but for two mana, and this still doesn't see play. Part of the reason is that blue instant spells. There's not that many. Like, you're literally just searching for gifts ungiven. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like what Which you're we'll doing. We'll talk about it in a second, but yeah. So like, it's not. It's it's definitely. I understand why it hasn't. There, it's not like in Legacy where there's um, spreading or not spreading seas. Uh, 
Force of will. No, no, the seas. Days. All your islands tap for two mana. For one blue High mana. tide? High tide. Got it. So, like, high tide makes sense because you're looking for a card either, you know, you're looking for right. a, a combo piece. This, there's no instance to be combo pieces you're looking for. If they ever print one, then Merchant Scroll will probably see play. This gets, um, what's it called? It gets Paradoxical Outcome. Right? Paradoxical Outcome. That's that card. That's the. It does get Paradoxical Outcome. I don't know how good that is. Considering you don't, un- yeah. I mean, I've actually played a lot of Paradox Outcome because my standard deck right now was a $50 eggs <laughs> deck or Cheerios deck in standard, and yeah. it's sweet, and it's better now. Like, the format got better for it. Right. Zombies is probably a bad matchup, but, like, I've played against a lot of Aetherworks Marvels decks, and they can't beat me because my deck, like, locks <laughs> them out. I love that you play that deck. You're just like, you're like, I don't really play standard, but play this one obnoxious deck. It's yeah, just I'm not just going to make you miserable. It's yeah. great. I have a great time. It's <laughs> funny. If I'm, if I'm going to be miserable playing standard, I'm going to make my opponents miserable playing standard. I think that's a fair place to come from. <laughs> All right, so we're on spells. We're Mystical on spells. teachings. Yeah, I mean, we can just cover... I mean, is teachings in... Nah. Teaching decks is close. I love teachings. Search your library for an instant card uh, or a card with flash. Reveal it and put it in your hand, and it has flashback for a black and five. There's a lot of value here. It's an instant, like... I'm. Just, Mystical teachings is a deck that's always kind of been on the edge, and it's just not just not powerful enough yeah but you get the right instance out there or the right flash card and this could very easily become a much this is a standard powerhouse card. way back in the day yeah back in the day with with uh teferi this was a thing totally um, Teferi's sweet I, I think it's crazy that teferi's like never shown up in modern as a thing it's a cyborg card it was a cyborg card especially in the twin days yeah because it just like locks instant speed decks out which makes your life a lot better um that's it on spells i don't have anything else we already cut co- yeah so bring delights later Right, bring delight is like, I guess a, it's part of yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it. In a yeah, yeah. Bring delight is part of the traverse the open wall okay, catch all yeah. area. Because uh, it looks like we're going to cover everything just by card types. Uh, last card type that we haven't talked about. Where would it go? Was that it? Did we go through all? I think them? we went through all of them. Cool. All right. So now, last but not least, the kind of the catch-alls, the more than just one card type. We're not going to go through all the black ones. There's a ton of bad black tutors. Yeah. That are all more than four mana. The only one that I would maybe think of is Sidisi. Uh, uh, there's Sidisi, and then there's the black one that, if you have the spell mastery, gives you, turns it into demonic tutor and gives yeah, you three black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're both five mana, which is a huge problem. Yeah. Um, that one's semi relevant if Storm was more of a thing in black, but it's yep. not in Legacy. That card sees play. Uh, and then Sidisi is sweet. If Birthing Pot was still around, I would actually be Rune surprised if it didn't see play. Rune Scar Demon is the seven mana one. But like, I mean, Sidisi does a lot of what Birthing Pod w- used to do. Yeah. I'm surprised that. Well, it's because the Kiki Jiki versions of the. Um, I'm surprised more. What's it called? Decks, uh, Eldritch Evolution decks don't play one ofs. Right. Um, as just like the the fifth one, um, just on the top end, because it does a lot of what that card does. Right. Uh, I really like Sidisi. I think Sidisi is maybe a little underrated. Sure. You just have to cheat her in the play somehow, but expensive, but yeah, but good. She tutors for anything. Yep. And, and is a f- and is she's expensive, but like you're getting a four six. Yeah. Death touch attached to it, so it's gonna fight anything and then is a real threat five mana four or four six is like good there's like a lot of yeah the situational black ones spoils of the vaults and like all just these cards that are spoils is probably the best one and it's kind of a tutor yeah kind of like ad nauseum was we asked on twitter people like ad nauseum like that's a tutor in the loosest sense of the word yeah um like mass card like we i wouldn't i would include dig through time as a tutor no it's selection yeah yeah selection um and then gifts yeah, 
gifts ungiven. Probably one of the better tutors in the format. Yeah, gifts. I mean, it hasn't seen a ton of play, but it's just so much on the edge. Oh, it's seen plenty of play. It's seen yeah, over over the years relative to in most storm. It's seen play. It's seen play. Yeah, it, just general right. control decks. I mean, the, what's it? What's really interesting about gifts ungiven is like. It's always so tempting because of how complex it is of a card to just run it. Yeah, yeah. It's well it's yeah, exactly, because it's tempting to build your deck around like, all right, I have this two card combo that I want to set up. Let's turn this into a gifts deck. Yeah. Because between Snapcaster Mage, Noxious Revival, um that card I like, post mortem post mortem lunge, which allows you to cast the creature out of your graveyard for its casting cost and give it haste. Sure. So like if you're trying to make any kind of creature combo work, like that card, there's a there's a package that you can put together of five to six cards that go along with Gifts Ungiven that makes any two card combo as long as it has a low enough CMC doable on turn five or six. Not to mention the fact that Gifts, because of the way that it plays with Unburial Rights, makes it just powerful to play anyway. Gifts is yeah. always on the edge yeah. for me. Gifts is probably in this category. Gifts might be close to the top for me as far as my nomination goes. Okay. No, uh, I love Gifts. I mean. I'm a big fan also of just searching for Elish Norn and right. going for it. You also have the Delirium one. For also, I had gifts in Modern Masters 3 draft twice. Yep. And both times I had four different flashback spells, including Lingering Souls. Sick. And getting four flashback spells with gifts is one of the better feelings I've ever done in a limited format. Because what, like, you're, you're, I'm just, I drew six cards. <laughs> it's four right. minutes and speed, draw six. I'll take it. Um, all right. So next on your list, this is, I think, your number one. Every time we've talked about this, this has been your number one. Traverse the Ulvald. Well, there's a lot of reasons. Um, there's a lot it's of reasons. It's format-defining at the moment. At the, yeah, at the moment it is format-defining. It's probably two... If I were to pick two cards out of Death Shadow that I would put on my list of could be banned, Yep, Traverse is one of them. Yes. It's... Or three cards. There's Street three Wraiths. Cards. Street Wraiths. Death Shadow. Traverse Ulvald. No, not Death Shadow. If they ban Death Shadow, I'll be so surprised. Street Wraith. Uh, Mishra's Bobble. Traverse. Yeah, yeah. And Traverse. Traverse for me... They're all three cards that have precedent for doing dumb things that they've banned before. The question is, and, and this is this is like what we'll get into right now, so uh, Glittering Wish is another one on the same list here, but Traverse... Glittering Wish isn't a tutor. It is. It, it's a specific kind of tutor. You have to build your sideboard around it as opposed to your deck. Sure. I will... Um, I will I will concede that we could talk about it wishes here on this episode as part of the Tudor family and then they are related. No. But I think they're more cousins than they are brothers and sisters. Your seventy five is your deck. Fifteen is part of your seventy five. Glittering Wish references fifteen cards in your deck. It's it encourages you to build a part of your deck to be searchable. It's absolutely okay. no question. It's it's no different. I'm gonna leave this up to Twitter. Twitter is glittering wish or wishes or wish cards tutors. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. I'm not. I'm not no, disagreeing no, just, or agreeing but, with no, you. No, let me just use. Let me just use an example. If you play a card, let's just say you were playing Supply Demand or Time of Need or Vidalcon Anthem, any sure. of these, any of these conditional tutors, it's referencing probably like 13 cards in your deck or something like that. 11, 12. 13, yeah, but 14. you could draw them. The like, sure, but the likelihood of there being more than 15 searchable cards in your deck with any of these tutors referencing is not that high. With between lands and everything else. 15 is probably around the number of cards that sure. are going to be able to hit by the tutor anyway, which means I think that Glittering Wish qualifies. Okay. So, but back to what we were just talking about with the, with Delirium Tutor. So, this is like the Traverse most... Traverse the Ulvenwald. Yes. This is the most unique tutor printed in a long time because if you build your deck correctly, it's just bananas powerful. Yeah, totally bananas. It's crazy good. Um, it makes like... 
when I was thinking about this, I was like, all right, so if I was to go into green in the Lanessa deck and figure out a way to make Delirium work, this is just infinitely better than playing Vidalk and Mage. So then I was like, all right, well, how hard is it to get? I was like, how difficult is it to make your deck into a Delirium deck? What I found was, it's not that easy. You have to, I think you have to actually build your deck to be a Delirium deck. Um, you have to actually build your deck to be a Delirium deck. I love talking. Oh, you just weren't paying any attention. I could see it in your eyes. I just know it. I know. What was I just talking about? Delirium decks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really difficult, and building your deck to be a Delirium deck is not as easy as advertised. This is what started this entire conversation. Well, that's why Mistress Bobble is probably number one on the chopping list, is because it's a card that breaks the newest mechanic that they printed. Right. And it makes those cards probably slightly too powerful in the format where they weren't originally intending it. And it's a card that, like, shouldn't be as good as it is. Right. And it was on the edge because, like, you know, Chapin was messing around with it with uh, the, the red prowess deck. Prowess deck. And, and, you know, it, it did some stuff, but like every time it's good, it's good in a way that Wizards wouldn't like a card to be. Right. Which is why I think Mishra Bobble, like if I were to like invest in Mishra's Bobbles, I think that's a mistake because I think they're either going to reprint them or right. ban it. And one of the other is going to happen before the other one. Fair. Or maybe yeah. both. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I personally don't think that Traverse the Ulvenwald being good and specifically in the Death Shadow deck is that much of a problem. Um, and I like what Mishra's Bobble does because I like that it's such a unique card. I would be on the side of them reprinting that card more than I'd be on the side of them banning it, at least in my opinion, like what I would like them to do. But I see what you're saying, that the correct move for them to do is to ban it if they want to be consistent with their policies. Um, long story short, I think Traverse the Oldenwald is probably my nomination for the best card in this cycle of cards because of the amount of flexibility it offers a deck for one green mana. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. On turn one, this just gets you a basic land. On turn one, this just gets you a basic land into your hand. Um, all right. I'm going to stop talking so you can stop looking at your phone and pay attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think Traverse the Ulvenwald is extraordinarily powerful. Okay. <laughs> and you have a much stronger opinion on that, too. What else do we have? What else do we have? Is there anything else in this category? Uh, Bring the Light. Oh, yeah. Bring the Light's quite good. The problem with Bring Light is, I mean, we've talked about it once. A lot of these are five-mana things that can win you the game when they happen, but they're five-mana. And Bring the Light has that exact same problem. Uh, the best place it's seen play is Scape Shift decks, but Titan Shift is just a better version of those decks, Sh really. Shout-out to Marie Ritsu, listener of the show and listener to Anchor, uh, who called in and actually shared their opinion yeah. on yeah. Bring the Light just an hour ago. Um... Beyond that, I think that's it. I think those are the primary... There's, like, obviously probably some tutors we haven't discussed. Um, there's the black. You have to have your Hellbent to be able to tutor for something that's Infernal never tutor. seen play in the format. That's always been a fringe one for me that I'm always, like... I'm always, like, kind of shocked at it. Without without uh, a Lion's Eye Diamond, I don't see it ever seeing... Or a Lion's Eye Diamond-like card that creates right. a benefit for discarding your hand and tutoring. One with nothing. It's so bad. Isn't that just you discard your hand <laughs> for one black? Yeah, but like the point of Lions Eye Diamond is you can you can cast Grim Tutor. Yeah, no, I get it. Then discard the rest of the cards in your hand in response right. with Lions Eye Diamond and create that mana. So uh, you need a way to, in response to Grim Tutoring, discard your whole hand. Right. And there are some effects that do that, but then you have to whatever you get has to win you the game after that. And in Storm in Legacy, different conversation. Right. Because you have Lions Eye Diamond. <laughs> Modern is much harder. Yeah. One yeah. day. I think that pretty much covers all of the tutors that I can think of. Actually, I would say that hopefully Grim Tutor is never good. Grim Tutor is... I think a deck that would be good with Grim Tutor is bad 
Which one is Grim Teeter? Starter? That's the one where you have to discard your hand. Oh. No. Really? Yeah. You keep you keep t- you mean Infernal Tutor. What's Grim Tutor? Infernal Tutor is the one in modern we're talking about. Oh, Grim yeah, Tutor. Is, Tutor. Grim, uh, what's Grim Tutor? Grim Tutor is, I think, a, st- is a starter card from way back when. It's like three mana, maybe? I don't think Grim Tutor exists. That's not a card. Really? It doesn't exist. <laughs> no, it does. It's three mana. Oh, it's, it's not starter. a modern. Yeah, it's black, black, one. Search your library for any card, put it in your hand, you lose three life. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Cool. It's a $232 card from starter. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's it. I mean, this episode's already gone really long. So of all the cards, who's your who's your number one pick for number one? For best tutor in the format? Yeah, we'll, we'll put up a Twitter contest. We'll, we'll both pick our best. So, so to read off some of the nominations, uh, Land Tutors, Primeval Titan or Expedition Map. Um, creature Tutors, I think it was... Court of Calling. Court of Calling. Uh, I think your pick for best uh, catch-all tutor is Traverse to Ulvalt. Best artifact tutor is Tezzeret or Reshape. Best enchantment tutor is <laughs> Sovereigns <Enchanter>. of Lost Sir <laughs> <Zerdy> the Enchanter. <laughs> Planeswalker tutor. Planeswalker tutor is Call of the Gatewatch. <laughs> is there no other? Uh, no, that's not even a tutor. It's a it's a collected company for Planeswalkers. Yeah, there's not a lot of those. <laughs> um, is there a search your library for a permanent card? Best put spell tutor. Gifts. Are we forgetting a searcher library for a permanent card and put it into play? Convert a mana cost X or less? I don't think that exists. You keep talking. I think it might. I think that's Bring the Light. That's not permanent, though. It's, oh, it's, it's enchantment like spells and Creatures, lands. I think. It's like three types. Creature, instant, or sorcery card. Yeah, creature, instant, or sorcery. So it's not permanent card. I'm going to just search your library for a permanent card. Keep talking. So what? Are, what's your vote? Uh, my number one vote is probably going to be Court of Calling. I would have such won a hard the most tournaments. I would have such a hard time arguing against Court of Calling. Um, yeah, I think it, it's uh, what I really want to say is Primeval Titan. Yeah, I think that's second. I think that I would I would concede to Primeval Titan. I think those are definitely the top two. Yeah. When did green become the best tutor color? What's black funny? doing? Black needs to get on its get get better at tutoring people. Wargate. That's what we forgot. Uh, Wargate. Yep. Wargate. That's the one I was thinking of. Definitely not the best. Wargate is sweet, though. White, blue, with, green, uh, X. Search your library for a per- permanent with convert a mana cost X or less. Put it into play. That's a powerful card. Yeah. I like Wargate. Oh, and then, and then sorry. And then the last one that I was forgetting about that I wanted to reference was the, um, the what are they called? Transmute cards. Just the general cycle of them. We talked about, we only talked oh, about yeah. Teleria West. They're, they're like generically pretty powerful because model the, the best, mi- The best two are model oh. the mixture and, and Teleria West. And then I guess there's that one black one that's, the blue black one that's Demir House card. Demir House. Oh no no no. Blue black is uh well there's perplex. Yeah, perplex is what I'm thinking of. Gets a three mana card. Yeah. Those are probably the three best. And Drift of Phantasms gets a three mana card also. It's a blue just a blue card. It's the zero five flying. Yeah, creature. yeah. But perplex is a card itself that is it's playable doable. versus because yeah. that's that's the thing with all of them is is the blue half. Is the blue half playable or like muddle mixture is maybe the one that's a little bit different because it getting a two drop is super relevant. And the blue half is pretty playable. It's yeah, just yeah. The f- it's just the fact that they cost three is the problem. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it's 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 definitively how playable is the regular card. And Tulare West is a land. Like if it's in your opening hand on turn one, you play it on turn one. You just won't use it as a tutor. And and same as um, muddle, muddle mixture. It's just a decent counterspell. Yes, yeah, not bad. Uh, and perplex is card draw. No, I think it's counter target spell. Opponent may discard their hand. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, which is fine. Uh, I would take. I would. Definitely take a. This is going to counter most decent cards, yep. but not 
highly important cards, or it's going to lock them out of the game. Or it's going to search for what I need. Well, yeah, it, it's kind of like cycling. They're, it's a very, yeah, counter-target spell unless it's controller discards as his or her hand. I think, I think Muddle is pretty relevant. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would say is... Um, yeah. Is, yeah. Tutors are great. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, that We're already, like, at an hour 10. So, uh, love you guys. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Kess Wiley. You are at Ben Bateman Media. We are collectively at the MMCast. Uh, if you want to tune in and tell us what your favorite tutor is, please tweet at us. We'd love to hear what your favorite tutor is. Make sure to check out our Patreon. There's cool stuff you can get. Donating to us makes it so this podcast can continue happening, especially now with all of the life limitations and making it so we can get on to doing stuff from abroad. Uh, if you can check out the command zone at collected.company, that's where we are. That's where they are. That's where they do all their cool video content is there. Um, there's a show where Josh argues or debates with the professor from Tolerian Community College. It's really good. They do their game nights. I'm in the second one. If you want to go see me rocks and birthing pod and see how well I do. Um, spoilers well because <laughs> birthing pot is a broken card um and a tutor that wasn't modern yeah. uh if you want to follow us on instagram follow us on facebook uh facebook is definitely probably the second place after the patreon the best way to communicate with us in a more open format uh obviously twitter is probably the easiest and quickest way to get to us um and uh Make sure to check out Anchor and listen to Ben's 10 Minutes of Magic show. He does cool stuff. Uh, it's actually so people asked us for a way to win our Lifelinker app uh, code. Yep. And the best way to win the Lifelinker app code is to challenge Ben that if you don't want to just give us a dollar on Patreon. <laughs> that's the easiest way. That's the easiest way. But the hardest way, but a free way. Um, if you really want to call having to best you at mental magic. I, yeah, there's, there's, I'll, I'll explain really quickly. There's a game on Thursdays that I play. I challenge one listener to do a game of uh, mental magic. The rules are a little different. It's like super simplified magic. It's kind of like tic-tac-toe meets magic in some ways. Um, that was my line. Yeah. I came out with that earlier. But it's good. It's a good game. It's played, it, I mean, like in the way that tic-tac-toe is very much about setting up a trap for your opponent. So the choice that they make is either they, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. Yeah. Mental magic functions in a similar way where you have to position your opponent where... I either have to kill this creature or I lose next turn because of a combo. Or if I don't, they're going to just gain. Then yeah. This other card's going to let them win no matter what. It's fun. It's been good. If you can beat me, then I we will give you the lifelinker code happily, gladly. And uh, so call in and do that. It's the way that I've been doing with Mental Magic, which is or, uh, 10 Minutes of Magic, is like Mondays we talk about a brew, the Modern Monday Community Brew. Tuesdays we do a whole trivia. We have a trivia league now. Uh, there's a bunch of people calling in. There's like a leaderboard. I do three trivia questions every Tuesday. That's really fun. One card Wednesdays, I talk about some of my favorite cards. I just like I choose one card for the day and really go in depth on it. Thursdays we do Throwdown Thursday with the uh, with the game of Mental Magic. So it's really I've been developing it into a weekly show where you guys can just listen to a little blurb throughout your day. Uh, you can call in. It's really fun and interactive. Download the app Anchor.fm. Um, it's really awesome. So yep. thanks for us uh, being supportive of all of the magic things we do, guys. And we'll see you in Vegas. Woo! That's if I'm on a ten minutes of magic, <laughs> I woo. That's my yeah. thing. So I did it here as a preview. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, Bye guys. Thank you for your attention. See you later, alligator.